after these messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we're talking about TV commercials today. The good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit, like this. There's a Wicked Ripper by the Harbor. Wicked Ripper la 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 la. Oh God. My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey Veeves. Hi Andrew. Coming up today, what should we talk about? I don't know. Is there anything? Is there anything? Do people care about commercials in Nobody early cares February? About commercials late anymore. Yeah. They're done. They're done. Let's just let let's just wrap this show up. Let's just do it. Let's just series finale, everyone. Series finale. Now everybody's talking about commercials this week because we are leading up to the big game. Yes, this is the, the one time of the year gridiron when all the people who classic. spend the, the rest of the year going like. I hate commercials. I don't watch commercials. They're like, I love commercials. Turns, Show me those commercials. Turns out a lot of those folks, there's one thing they hate more than commercials. It's football. <laughs> so they watch it for the commercials. So we will be talking about um, what we know is being planned so far as far as Super Bowl commercials are concerned. One thing I'll say up here at the top is um, I noticed a trend this year that is, I think, another step in the evolution of how people are trying to get earned media on these things. They used to, let's say even five years ago, a lot of companies were releasing full ad ads, full commercials before the Super Bowl and saying, this is what will be airing during the Super Bowl. And then some companies were like, here's just a little taste or here's a right. little teaser. This year, I have you seen any full Super Bowl commercials? It's or really hard teasers? to say. I mean, I was, I was looking around at what's out there. There are things that are over, that are a minute long, that are over mm-hmm. a minute long. It's like formats have just gone out the window because there's so many different ways to consume it and it's not always just the 30 second or 60 second break um on a tv show so i just think like the the idea i mean yes i think a lot of it's teasers a lot of it's like there's one that i saw for that was like rick and morty um advertising Pringles, though it's like six seconds. Oh, really? So, you okay, know. yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot more of that. All bets are off. I, there are a couple in, in this list that are actually full commercials now that I think of it. Anyway, we'll talk about uh, what people are teasing. Um, and also, we'll check in with you guys, as we always do. You are the ad council. Um, anything anything good, Veeves, or are we just doing it yes, because we, we have to? Yes, we got two great great voicemails <laughs> um, and some... and. Uh, one of the ad counselors on Facebook scratched an itch in my brain, which was very satisfying. So thank you for that. With consent. With consent. Don't go scratching other people's brain itches. <laughs> is this Tech Mobile? This is Tech Mobile. Man, this takes me back. Is the Tech Mobile the Super Bowl? Um, is it like a? Is it like a? a... So Tecmo was a game company, uh-huh. and they made. I know I had two Tecmo games: Tecmo Bowl and Ninja Gaiden. Unrelated, just Tecmo. Just think of them as a game company, and they came out with a football game that I think they were in the first to really license like real names and player numbers and stuff for Nintendo. Uh, and you could play a season, and if you kept oh, winning and keep winning and keep winning, you can end up at the Tecmo. Bowl. So that's what I'm asking. Like so, the Tecmo yeah. Bowl was like their sort of the fictionalized. Yeah, Super Bowl. right. Yeah, and the game was called Tech Mobile. Uh, I guess we have to always say um, at the beginning what Super Bowl commercials are going for this year. I read a 30-second spot costs about $5 million. You know, 
We might get some new listeners if we were to do a little bit of investment in this. Just if we just did one Super Bowl ad. We don't. It's too late this year. After these year, messages, does their first Super Bowl ad? <laughs> their first ad. They decide to do it. <laughs> do you think we get the listeners to give us five million dollars? I do not. Um, I do not think that our it, listeners' combined like, net worth is five million dollars. If if every listener just gives a half a million dollars, yeah, that's we'll be there. No we're time. there. We're there. Okay, <laughs> I feel like I I'm, I don't have to drive the show here, Veeves, but I figured we should probably start with the the yeah. um, the campaign that has definitely gotten the most attention sure. as we record this, which it was the first one that started popping up. Uh, in fact, I'll just say I was surprised that I wasn't seeing more. Uh, Super Bowl commercial buzz earlier this year. I feel like in in last in past years, it started to ramp up earlier. This year, I hadn't seen a whole bunch until I started seeing like comedians and friends of mine writing memorials to Mr. Peanut. And I was like, what's going on with Mr. Peanut? It is funny when you see something trending. You're always like, I hope that yeah. person isn't dead. This time, I guess Mr. Peanut is dead. Yes, this time it was that. Yeah. So uh, probably most people who are listening have, have seen this somewhere on their social medias. But uh, Mr. Peanut. Hey, I have a really stupid question. My brain just broke. Is Mr. Peanut the mascot for planters or is Mr. Peanut a brand? It's planters, right? I thought it was planters. Is Mr. Peanut his own no, planters, planters. Okay. My brain just broke for a second. I was about to say planters, and then I was like, what are you talking about, Walsh? The reason I got confused was I always equated Mr. Peanut with Mr. Salty, who I forgot his name. I just always remember thinking there are two Dapper Dans. One is a peanut, one is a pretzel. And I remember those logos growing up. Do you I remember Mr. Salty? I don't remember Mr. Salty. I had to look it up recently. Um, he, turns out, was a sailor. Let's see if you recognize it now. Well, that, that makes I call sense. He's an old salt. Yeah, exactly. So there it is, Mr. Salty. Uh, as far as I know, Mr. Salty is alive and doing well, hopefully spending a lot of time with his family. But anyway, we are here to talk about Mr. Peanut, who planters apparently, apparently has killed off. They've released a 30-second commercial. Now, my guess is this might air in one of the earlier quarters or right before the Super Bowl, this 30-second spot that I'm about to play for you, because I know that in this in this first commercial, Mr. Peanut dies, and then in the third quarter of the football game, they're going to release a commercial, which is a memorial or a funeral service for Mr. Peanut. Yeah. I mean, I think anything's possible. That they could bring him back. Down the road, yes. Or or there's going to be some sort of surprise. You think that's too macabre? We'll see. No, I mean, I honestly thought that that was their gambit, that they would release this first and Mr. Peanut, oh, no, he's dead. And then he'd come back to life during the Super Bowl. But they did explicitly say third quarter, there's going to be a memorial for Mr. Peanut. They tried that on 30 Rock with Jenna Maroney and she (laughs) crashed her own funeral. (laughs) My guess is Mr. Peanut is not dead forever. Whether or not they bring him back on Sunday or down the line, we'll see. I just think that we've seen too much success with legacy brands leaning on their nostalgic branding campaigns. And this one's he, a weird one, though. You think Mr. Peanut's weird? I've always liked Mr. Peanut. No, no, I mean, this whole, this this thing they're doing where they're yeah. killing him off is a weird thing to me. It just seems so dumb. Yeah, I just, I feel like there's got to be some really great surprise or turn. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's just sort of dark. Yeah, and I hope you're right about it, too. Because I don't think Mr. Peanut was prominent enough to really make that much of a splash, right? It's almost like, oh, yeah, there's a, they had a Mr. Peanut character. Oh, and now he's dead. I mean, he's had some pretty famous people voice him. Robert Downey yeah. Jr.'s voiced him. Um, some other folks that you've heard of. But yeah, no, he's not. Um, 
He's not the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, or so, the gecko. I guess I'll start. I'm sorry. I'm really all over the place, and I apologize for that. But let me play this commercial. So in this 30-second spot, uh, which may only be online or may be airing before the Super Bowl or in the early quarters of the Super Bowl, we see the Mr. Peanut Mobile, I'm assuming that's what it's called, uh, driving down some windy roads uh, through the mountains. So well, really through of, the canyons. Through the canyons. So it's like kind of treacherous. Um, and we see inside, it's Mr. Peanut, Matt Walsh, the, the actor from Veep and other things you love, and Wesley Snipes, which is, of course, those three right. hang out, right? Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I'd be, I wouldn't mind going on a road trip with them. Nor would I, actually. That would be a fun <laughs> road trip. Um, so they're, they're driving on this windy road, and then um, I think the, the vehicle turns over, like spills over in some way. They kind of go tumbling down a cliff, and then they all catch themselves, all three of them, on the same branch sticking out from the canyon. I'll just die in your arms tonight. Oh, look out! Oh! 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 We're too heavy! Oh! Matt, let go. No, you let go. Hey, Mr. Peanut, no, you don't. Don't do it, Mr. Peanut. No! no! Mr. Peanut lets go and falls thousands Maybe of feet. Maybe he'll be all right. <laughs> and then he lands on the peanut mobile, which then blows up. Yeah, that is a pretty funny joke. He lands on the peanut mobile. Snipe says maybe he'll be all right. And then it explodes in Simpsons-esque fashion. Right, exactly. Um, pretty good little joke at the end. But yeah, I guess we'll see what they're going to do with that at the Super Bowl, huh? Um, yes. You're not on the edge of your seat waiting to find out. I think that most people who are into the commercials will be waiting the most to find out what's going on with this Mr. Yeah, no, I, thing. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that there, it's a weird enough idea that like people are going to want to see if there is some big reveal and I, mm-hmm. I feel like there has to be if it's just a funeral for Mr. Peanut in the third quarter like that's really dark I mean like what's there's got to be a punchline I just don't believe there's not a punchline I hope I hope you're right because number one I think it makes a more interesting campaign and also I don't want Mr. Peanut to be dead uh, and also nothing stays dead um. the dead don't the dead peanuts don't die that which that peanut which is dead can never die um but uh so you know they'll end up you know backtracking and bringing him back at some point anyway so it'll be son of peanut like with Groot I thought it'd be kind of funny if it's just kind of like like during the funeral that's right I think I said this on TBTL like they have a funeral we see famous people kind of like throwing dirt on the grave and then finally finally it's the end of the day everybody's gone we just see the grave fresh mound of dirt and then Mr. Peanut's hand just pops up, or just the like dirt. a like a green shoot growing up. Oh, see, that would be your Groot thing. Right. I want it to be a grizzly like zombie hand okay. popping up. Yeah. All right, well, somewhere in between then. Somewhere in between. Um, okay, so I'm not in charge here, Genevieve. Do you want to go with this Budweiser one? Let's next? talk about this Budweiser thing because I think we're both mad about oh, it. Oh my God, this is. I know I'm mad about it. This is by far the worst yes. commercial that I've seen so far leading up to this Super Bowl. It makes me like Budweiser appreciably less. Budweiser usually owns in this category. Yes. Now, they tend to be schmaltzy sometimes, yeah. and they have the Clydesdales. The horses and, and the shit. puppies and the soldiers returning, returning home. home. Like, yep. give it, put it in my veins. Right, exactly. You know what? I'm, I'm, as an Ameri- I'm as American as apple pie, as everyone listening to this well knows. And I like, I don't mind the, like, you know... 
the Budweiser branding. Mm-hmm. This rubs me the wrong way in a big way. It's so, it's such a misstep to me. And what it is is uh, it's reminiscent of like the the Facebook. I'm sorry. Well, kind of like the Facebook, but also the Google end of year commercials sure. that we talked about, where they use a bunch of found footage stuff from you know things that went viral online, um, and they cut it all together with this voiceover. And the point is they're talking about typical Americans. Yeah, we're just typical Americans. We're not special. But then it's kind of underscoring I, the everyday hero-ness and of I don't a even typical think it's, I don't think it American. means typical in the sense of not special, but typical as a pejorative. Like yes. The way that, um, you know, I don't know, either liberals like ourselves or Europeans, God forbid, would refer to like a oh, typical American, you know, like, you, you know, driving a big SUV, uh, like... Throwing, you know, doing doing bad things because they're a typical American. Yes, and you know who directed this was Catherine Bigelow. Ugh, that makes me sad. Right? What did, What do but I she know does her a lot. from? I mean, well, you know, she was director, she, right? the Hurt Locker, and yeah, it's like she's very she's real into the like sort of machi, macho uh, military culture. Oh, that's, that's right. She was the Point Break woman. Point Break. I forgot she'd been around that long because Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty really right. put her back on the map in more recent years. I feel like. Um, but well, really, Triple Frontier was also like a big. It was sort of like real macho. Hmm. And but a, a, a well-respected director. And for me, this is just so cheap. Like it's just like it's a bunch of you can get anybody to put together this found footage yeah. or this internet footage. It just seems like B-roll. And so I want to kind of set you up with this a little bit because I didn't recognize a lot of the people or where a lot of these these little clips came from. I'm reading here from popculture.com. Among those featured in the spot are. Hannah Gavios from Queens, who, quote, debunks the label often placed on Americans as always so competitive as she heroically competes her second marathon three years after a spinal cord injury left her paralyzed. So you see a lot of you see the women's soccer team celebrating. You see um, other sports teams celebrating. You got now, that were they guy. competing to win or were they just heroically playing the game? They were just heroically playing okay. the game is my understanding. Um, the guy who's kind of the, the free hugs guy, you see him a lot. Images of him kind of standing between protesters and police lines he's in there so i'm just gonna let this play just imagine a bunch of shit like that i don't want to like try to like compete with the voiceover here yeah so we can fill it just gonna heroically let it play yeah listen to this they call us typical americans maybe because we live typical american lives like this typical american showing off his strength firefighter typical uh, look at him touching other people's things. Oh, that didn't even make sense. That well, none of this does. I said I was going to let it go, and here I am. I think we have to explain some of these visuals. Yeah. That was someone uh, touching other people's things. Guy was um, a, just somebody helping a person whose car is stuck in the snow get their car out. Yeah, he's kind of pushing the car away and then waving as the car drives touching away. Other people's things. Always so competitive. Typical Americans. Now here we see a soldier. Uh, Coming home and embracing his dad and surprising his dad. Showing up uninvited. <laughs> Removing their clothes in public. A guy yeah, on a subway putting his shirt on a person who was, I guess, homeless and without a shirt. You can save the world. Typical Americans always celebrating with their typical American beer. So next time someone labels you typical. Show them what typical can do. 
It's like okay. A, it's like who's the voiceover? Do we recognize that? The name, the voice sounds familiar. We can look it up in a second. But like, I just want to address one thing. Like, the next time someone calls you typical, this whole thing is built on a premise that does yeah. not exist. No, exactly. And none of these cliches individually, the premise doesn't make sense because nobody's going around being no like, oh, being that's attacked. a typical American. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess every now and then, maybe if I have a, like one of my snobby friends, and you know, maybe I'm, I'm trying to think like, okay, there's another giant ass truck just parked across four spots. I'm just trying to make this work. Maybe, oh yeah, I actually do American, think it's aimed at people like, like us. Yeah, maybe. Which, or, which, fine. targeting, not aimed at us like they're trying to sell us the beer, but it's trying to uh, play off of the or like, uh, you know. It's a comfort. It's trying to comfort people who feel targeted by, I don't know, coastal elites. Yeah, I guess so. But the things that they are, the the writing is so bad because none of the typical, none of the charges that Showing are being up unannounced that are oh, being levied yeah. against typical Americans make any sense. What or touching other people's things? Oh yeah, typical American. Typical oh, American. Showing up unannounced. Oh yeah, typical American. What? No, that's almost like more. European or something, just like neighborly showing up at people's houses. Eating we food don't in do the that. car, typical American. It's just like, just, what's a, what the it's hell just are you things. talking about? Yeah. This commercial is so defensive. Yeah. The, the premise is so specious and the examples are so baloney. Yeah. It is so bad. This is one of the worst commercials I've seen this year, period. It's really bad. January. And really disappointing that Catherine Bigelow is the director because yeah. it's not very good. My God. All right. What do you want to do next? Uh, let's talk Pepsi. You want to get into the Pepsi verse? Into the Pepsi. Maybe we should do Pepsi and um, Mountain Dew because both of the ads that they've released so far, or like talked about so far, are zero sugar products. Yeah, I think Coke Zero is kicking their ass. I know that's the only thing I drink mm. uh, anymore, and so they have now Pepsi Zero Sugar. And I, you, I, I want you to play this, um, and you'll recognize the little tune that they're playing. It's very short. Uh, it's just Missy Elliott playing a little bit of music to kind of tease this this commercial. And then she opens a can of Pepsi Zero Sugar. And she's dressed all in black. All you see is her face and her purple hair, but everything else in the room around her is black. Um, there is a, a very similar one from you. You gave me. You told me what her name stands for. I didn't recognize this artist. H-E- the artist is her. H e r. It's an acronym that apparently um, stands for having everything revealed. She's a she's a young musician who came up through the Des- Disney Network, I believe. I see. Um, but now she's on her own, and I think she might have won one of those America's Kids Got Singing or American Adults <laughs> Got Singing uh, competitions. Um, but apparently, she's. Kind of a big deal. So her and Missy Elliott have teamed up to actually create a new, you know, their cover of Paint It Black by the Rolling right, Stones. which is, and of course, what you were hearing. Did there. you see that Timbaland is producing it, too? So they say it's not going to air on the radio, but it sounds like they really created a new track. I'm sure it'll be a good a good song yeah. or jingle. I don't know if you can consider it a jingle. Um, I do think what's sort of interesting about it is that Coke Zero's, for years, white can meant no sugar, right? Mm-hmm. Because the Diet Coke can that was white was the was the diet coke and then they switched then they switched up the formula and they made coke zero which is does not taste like regular coke but it definitely tastes more like regular it's sweeter than diet coke Mm -hmm. and i I think they immediately like drew so many people to that over over diet coke so it's interesting to me that this brand this idea of like a black 
packaging mm-hmm. is like the new is like the sort of universal sign now for zero sugar soda. Yeah, so that's why it's painted black because I, I guess they're unveiling a new. I don't know if it's the old can was, black can. but it's matte black now. Yes. Yeah, so there's they they released two like ten second teasers like that. One that features Missy Elliott popping open the can, and then one featuring her um, playing guitar. Apparently, she plays guitar and sings, which is cool. Cool. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, okay, let's move on to talk about. So we don't know what's going to happen in that commercial. I'm sure uh, it'll just be a big. I mean, Missy did the Super Bowl halftime show not all that long yeah. ago. Um, and, and Pepsi so, is the Super Bowl halftime show sponsor. Uh, okay, yeah. This year it is. Oh, I should know. It's somebody real famous, though. Oh yeah, because it's in. Um, it's isn't it? A, it's three different people who yeah. are associated with Miami, right? Because it's taking place in. Um, in Miami, yeah, is it kind of South Beach performers or something? Look, Jennifer Lopez, Shakira. Oh, right. So, yeah, I think I did. You hear about this? Apparently, um, as Jennifer Lopez famously sings, she's just Jenny from Miami. They think that um, the playlist. Uh, got leaked, but nobody knows if it's a fake or not uh, because there's like some photo and it looks like the, apparently it's making I fake seen news it. work for you. But yeah, so it's like apparently somebody posted on Instagram or Twitter some photo of a playlist and it looks like it had literally been stepped on. Like maybe this thing went flying off. Maybe this thing whiffed out the window or something. Oh man, and I then, hope it is fake and that someone like went to that much trouble to like yeah, stage dress it. Yeah, um, but if the fake playlist is correct, I believe they're supposed to be closing with Hips Don't Lie, which would really appeal to me. Um, okay, I want to talk about this Porsche commercial. Yeah, this is quite a production. I read the description of this thing and I'm like, boring. <laughs> it's really good. I actually thought it was great. I was, really I was riveted. Yeah, now the, what they've released is actually the opposite of a teaser. They've released a two and a half yes. minute version online, but they're going to play a one minute version uh, on the Super Bowl. That's $10 million Jeez. just for the time. Um, and let's see, do you want to, you set this one up. I've been talking too much. Sure. Um, so we start in like, I guess it's the Porsche sort of headquarters in Germany. Things a museum. Or museums, like a showroom full of historical Porsches. And we see there's all all throughout the museum, there are guards. Some of them are just like sitting there on their phones. Some of them are walking the aisles, you know, just checking to make sure. But there's plenty of guards guarding this museum at night. We see one of the Porsches, which I think is the new, um, the Taycan. Which is like their electric. Their electric one, which I want to get into the the, um, specs on that in a second. The electric one, because it's so quiet, because it's electric, like silently rolls out of the showroom into the elevator. And then as we see somebody's driving it wearing a mask. Yeah, he's got like like a a ninja mask on. Um, So he rolls into the elevator. And just as he gets out, as the car gets out of the into the elevator, it sets off the alarm and the chase is on. So all of the guards rush to get into the Porsches that are all around. They're kind of like they're sort of like. Arguing a little bit over who gets to drive the the spider, you know, like various mm-hmm. various which various uh, you know additions and makes and model mo- models of the Porsche. They make the young guy ride the tractor. He said, which, "Yours is over there." Which I wondered, like, does port is that like a reference to some Porsche engine that's in a famous tractor? That or would something? be my guess. Yeah. I, I think it would be weird if they a just famous made it tractor. Up. I love that idea. But like way back in the day, when maybe they were, yeah. Look, I, look here it is, Porsche Junior tractors. Yeah, yeah. So that that's one one guy has to drive the tractor, but everyone else gets into a Porsche, and they all just come pouring out of this showroom and they chase the car. And should we play it and then we can like let the... Well, I was going to ask you about this because I read about it and 
I don't want I, you're gonna laugh at me I don't want to be super precious about it but it does have a twist ending that was kind of ruined for me and I kind of wouldn't mind people just enjoying this on their own I think um, a lot of the it's really well made but most of the jokes and the things that make this I think worth watching are very visual mm-hmm. and if we play it here we'll just be kind of like hearing the sounds of cars chasing each other I will say there's a really cute moment where they're all chasing each other down the road and then they pass some police officers who are sitting in their car eating donuts and then they all just like they slow down and they just crawl across really quietly and somebody like it's just really well shot yeah. Bigelow should have directed this like somebody creeps down in her seat so who did direct it I wonder I wonder um, but in, it goes on the version you'll see during the Super Bowl is a minute long we'll post the full one on our Facebook page but then at the end it does kind of have a little bit of a twist ending and again I rarely do it but do you mind if I just like kind of let it go at that today sure so and we're not going to play it. I figured not All because, right. again, it's very visual and I think people will enjoy it. Um, and I don't want to. And again, I'm not telling you like the ending is going to blow you away. It's not some sort of rosebud stuff. All right. Well, if we are not going to play this commercial, then let me read my um, let me read my stat about the Taycan Turbo. OK, S. yeah. Um, it starts at roughly one hundred ninety thousand dollars. So if you've got that laying around mm-hmm. and you have already donated to ATM. No, we don't take donations. Um <laughs> It's, the ad boasts says it boasts an impressive zero to sixty miles per hour in two point six seconds, wow. but it's it's an electric vehicle. Its range is only one hundred and ninety two miles. Compare that to the hundred thousand dollar Tesla Model S, which is you know basically half the cost. Still a still yeah. a chunk of change. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. That can go six, zero to sixty in two point four seconds. So even what was faster. It? What was the other one? Two point six. Okay, so but it has one. a range of three hundred forty eight miles. And this one had one one ninety two. One ninety. Okay. So for less money, you get you go farther yeah. faster. Yeah. So it looks nice. I mean, also just knowing. I mean, it would just be nice to know that not every electric car out there is the Tesla, though. Because we're seeing, as, yeah. as Seattle gets more and more moneyed, we're seeing so many of those. I was just behind one 10 minutes ago on the road. Um, and I was like, yeah, I mean, every, I guess that's that's your choice as Tesla right now. So. Yeah, it's your choice, but they seem to be doing it better than anybody else. Yeah, and it is true. I think there's a couple of other electrical vehicles out there. but um, Oh, yeah, of course. No, nobody, nobody that's like the performance of Tesla. Right. Um, I wanted to say, though, we talked about a commercial a few weeks ago on our anniversaries show where we talked about how various companies marked their special, you know, 150th years or whatever. And uh, we talked about a Mercedes-Benz commercial that was their 125th. It's made me think of that, too. And it's a very similar mm-hmm. premise, and this is done so much better. If you'll recall, I was very interested in the beginning of that commercial and then felt like it did not pay off at the end, yes. and they put P. Diddy in there for some reason. That still doesn't make sense to me. But essentially, it was they weren't driven by human beings, but you saw a whole bunch of uh, uh, cars, a bunch of Mercedes-Benz from throughout the years all kind of autonomously leave a showroom. I mean, it's exactly like this. and it's a, All these historical Mercedes. Yeah, and it's a way of showing off your legacy and all of the cool things and like the next step in that. I mean, car companies will do that a lot, but like here you have a high speed chase of all these really, really, really cool looking Porsches. Yeah, Porsche did it right. Yeah, and sneaking out of a showroom before the big chase. Yeah, so but that the, but really the payoff in this one is the punchline is way better. Yeah, um, and it's just cute. It's There's cuter. a bunch of little it's, jokes throughout, and it's visually more interesting. I love the tractor thing. Like I think that's that they don't they don't go out of their way to explain it to you, but they mm-hmm. trust that like you'll get it. Yeah. Yep. It's really good. Um, Doritos, I think this is the next one that I'm most excited about, and my guess uh, is that it'll probably get the most buzz. 
I don't know. It's um, pretty buzzy. Uh, maybe aside from Mr. Peanut, it's the Doritos one. Yes. Um, so do we need to, how much of the Old Town Road saga do we need to explain? I think most people know Lil Nas X was like kind of an unknown, very young rapper who just kind of like for $30 bought a <laughs> that part I didn't piece know. of music and That's rapped amazing. over top of it. And it was this Old Town Road song. Wait, Old Town Road, right? Yeah. It's one of those things where you say it too many times. It starts to sound weird. Uh, and it was kind of like country rap. And yes. had, it was like country themed, but it was hip hop. It was really genre bending. It really was. Yeah. yeah. And um, had a huge crossover appeal. Exactly. Became a huge hit. Uh, then, And there was some controversy over whether country stations were willing to play it. Um, and then. Or if it should be on the country charts, I think. Maybe was that was it. If it was, should yeah. be on the country charts. And there was uh, some. I think wrong-headed thinking that it shouldn't, and then Bill, and then some, and then Billy Ray Cyrus, of course, a huge name in country, like got on board with it and did a remix, and yeah. it's been a, it's been a massive mainstream hit, uh, you know, for got a year now, right? Yeah, and so that's Lil Nas X, and then Sam Elliott. How do you describe? How do you describe Sam Elliott? I mean, Dude. he's he, he's just the he's America's cowboy. <laughs> he really is. So America's old cowboy, um, who we all love. And wish and when want to stay with us forever, uh, walks into an old west bar. I mean, you know, pit, you know, picture your perfect the batwing doors, the everything, the 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 old western bar, and he walks up to the the counter. Okay, it just occurred to me maybe what I should do for those who don't know the song to make the commercial pay off a little bit. Sure, better, maybe that's good. I'm gonna um, start by playing the song. By the way, I just said commercial, but this is really interesting. What we're going to play for you with the Sam Elliott is, I think, a minute long. Maybe it's only 30 seconds, but I think it's also just a teaser. Yeah. And I'm so, I mean, this is a, how a teaser works. I am dying to see what the commercial <laughs> is because the teaser itself is so good. So uh, here's a little bit of the song, Old Town Road. Yeah, I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road. I'm going to. I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black, got the boosters black to match. Riding on a horse, ha, you can whip your Porsche. I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch now. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Did he already just say something about his Porsche? I feel like we have Oh some yeah, there's a line here. in there. There's a line in there about a uh you can you can have your Porsche or something like that. Um so anyway, so that's what the song sounds like if you're not familiar with it. Now here's this commercial and Genevieve, you were just describing it, right? Sam Elliott walks up to a bar. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Elliott walks in a bar, says the bartender, I'm afraid not. No, wait, what? Okay. So he's uh he's pushing in the double doors into the saloon. I got the horses in the back. Horse stack is attached. Hat is matte black. I got the boots as black to match. Riding on a horse. Ah! You can whip your Porsche off. I've been in the valley. You ain't been up off that porch now. Can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Okay, I'm going to pause it and just say, now that we hear this bass coming from somewhhere, mm -hmm. um, that is diegetic is 
the word you taught me. It's actually happening. People are feeling the bass coming from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Sam Elliott is confused, and everybody's looking around a little bit. He walks. Sam Elliott walks out, and we see some Doritos with just the date. The date of the, of Super, the Bowl. Super Bowl. Now, did you watch the other teaser? Yes. So this is one. So that one focuses on Sam Elliott. This one is just thirty seconds long. We see the same interior of the bar. There's no Sam Elliott in there yet, or at least not that we see in this commercial. But um, you hear the bass, and then you see Lil Nas X coming up on a horse that has two speakers hanging off the back of it and a volume knob. And that's what's causing the bass to thump. <laughs> Forgot about this. You see that that uh, air horn sound was uh, coming out of a rooster's mouth. He just turned up the volume on his horse. So it's like he's Sam, or uh, rather, Lil Nas X is is sort of riding into town. He's got his black hat on. Sam Elliott, notably, is wearing a white hat. Uh-huh. So I wonder if there's going to be some sort of standoff. I'm really into that. Yeah, I'm very into it. I want to know what's going on. Those are great teasers. Yeah. Really it, good teasers. Really loved it. Um, and then, oh, yeah, I, I just saw some buzz about this. I don't think we have to play it, but I think Mountain Dew, again, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. Yeah. Pepsi really pushing its Zero Sugar products. Uh, they're going to do something on The Shining, a take on The Shining, and the little, like, 10-second teaser. You just see an old-school typewriter, like, all work and no play make Johnny a doll boy being typed over and over. But instead of that classic line, it's new Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. I think the line is make Jack a doll boy. What would I say? Johnny. Oh, Here's Johnny is what he says later. Uh, New Mountain Dew Zero Sugar, as good as the original, maybe even better, just being typed out over and over and over on a typewriter. That's what the teaser shows you. So there will be some sort of... Oh, and I think um, there's a famous actress who's going to be in the Mountain Dew commercial. Oh, really? uh, Like uh, from a popular... One of the popular TV dramas that I do not watch. (laughs) Okay. Um, so TBD. So TBD on that. Uh, What are these next ones? These just really jumped out at me. I kind of looked today at... um, you know, it's a roundup of all the ads that are that are being teased, all the brands that we know are going to be in the uh, Super Bowl. And I saw two ads that were seemed to be, as far as I can tell, totally unrelated, and yet were thematically very similar. Hmm. So this first one is for Olay, which is, of course, like um, you know, cosmetic creams and stuff. Hmm. Um, and they are they are doing some sort of you know. Uh, public service campaign called "Make Space for Women" hmm. to help women get. Uh, become astronauts, I guess. So, oh. like, interesting plot line uh, or interesting thing for them to uh, choose as their uh, social, as their yeah. corporate social responsibility plan. So, it opens with Katie Couric, who's looking great, by the way. So, props to Olay for that. And she's talking about um, this new mission to space in a rocket that is branded. Olay, like huge brands. Of this is really happening, or this no, is a spoof? no. This is just a okay. spoof. Um, I think we would have heard if Olay was sending someone to space. Dude, I don't know. Like everybody's sending <laughs> stuff up to space these days. That's true. Um, and she, it cuts to uh, the three astronauts who are going up to space, or uh, and I don't recognize the third one, but two of them are Busy Phillips, the actress. Oh, okay. And uh, Lily Singh, who I think is a, apparently a YouTube personality. Okay, all right. I'm Katie Couric. Today, Olay launches its very first space mission. Who has the keys? I don't know. I thought you did. So 
the racket takes Why off, women in space? that's Taraji P. Henson when LA's mission is launched, 2-2-2020. I call shotgun. Oh, okay. And then there's like another teaser out there, which they may be playing here if you just let it play, where they're okay. in the space capsule um, trying to like eat astronaut food. Busy Lily, hello, do you copy? Check out the snacks. Oh man, we gotta eat toothpaste? That would be astronaut food. Fully loaded nachos. <gasps> no, why don't you leave that for the astronaut? Because they're nachos. Mission Control, we have a problem. We're gonna eat the nachos. But it's hmm. confusing. This whole thing is very confusing. It yeah. feels very slapped together. Like, like I, whatever their campaign to like do more science education for women, I'm sure it's great. But they, she's like, make room, leave, leave those for the astronaut. But they're in the space capsule. They're in space. Yeah. And it's a little bit confusing as to why, why these two women who are not astronauts are going into space. And also, it just feels very. And I know this is Busy Phillips's whole brand, is the sort of like snarky, um, you know, give me, give me the nachos kind of thing. But like, it just feels a little sort of like somehow smirking at women hmm. when I don't think that's the intention. And also on a less deep level, it, this is just everything that's bad about Super Bowl commercials. Some company wants to get right. in the game. They say, what? we're going to allocate a bunch of money for it. What do we do? We come up with something that is of kind of epic proportions and we get three famous right. people. We dump tons of money into it. And yeah, that's exactly and, what they And what's here. everybody talking about now? People. Yeah. Space travel. Sure. Case in point, here's an ad for... Hold on one second, I gotta play this. I got so drunk last night, I think I thought a tube of toothpaste was astronaut food. I just wanted to make the connection since they were also calling it toothpaste, and that's one of my favorite drops. Sorry, right. go ahead. Um, well, case in point, uh, this is for Soda Stream, and it's just a, a, a look at Bill Nye the Science Guy. He's sitting in like a lab, you know, he's sitting at a desk with lots of science and lab equipment around him, talking directly to the camera. Is Mars worthy of exploration? Absolutely. But scientifically speaking, sending humans to Mars is still pretty far off. I may, I may be wrong about that. Something big is bubbling. Soda stream. So it's just like, there's a lot of like space talk this Super Bowl. So I was a little, I looked away for a second, and so I guess I got that from the listener's perspective, too. Somebody talks to him off screen, and that's right. what he's reacting to? Yeah, he sort of, like, okay. gets a note in his ear or whatever, in his earpiece, like, no, you're wrong. Okay. So he says, oh, I guess not. But, like, what? I don't know what to take away from this, except I guess it is a sort of an interesting teaser. Are, is is SodaStream going to send someone to Mars? Oh, my God. Maybe. I mean, I would believe anything What if they just made point? a rocket that's full of like seltzer and that's you just, shake it up it's just purely driven by, by seltzer that's, that's exactly like how it gets up in the space carbon dioxide yeah uh, that doesn't do a lot for me that does not make me excited to see what they're going to do with that neither one of those seem very good to me yeah but I just thought it was interesting that they were themed so similar in theme um, alright here's one that I really do love this is my favorite Super Bowl teaser so far I want to know what's going on with this I don't understand how it's going to be a Hyundai advertisement, but I'm interested to find out. So you got Rachel Dratch sitting on a couch in just sort of an apartment in Boston talking to David Ortiz, a.k.a. Big Poppy. The famous uh, Red Sox slugger. Yes. All right, here we go. Big Poppy, so happy to see you. Now, I love your accent, but for this commercial, we got to really Boston it up, right? I mean, mm. you got the clutch factor. Okay, so you ready? Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Now, just repeat after me. There's a wicked ripper by the harbor. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> 
What's that mean? It means there's a big party. Okay. You know that? Okay. All right. Okay, so let's do it. There's a wicked ripper by the harbor. Wicked ripper, la 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 la. Oh, God. Listen, let me put this in terms you can understand. All right, listen to me. Bottom of the ninth, game seven. We need a walk off homer. Okay? All right, let's do it. Let's get That's in that mine. mindset, okay? That's me. I'm going to break it down into chunks. Say wicked. Wicked. Ripper. Ripper. Wicked ripper. Wicked ripper. There's a wicked ripper by the harbor. Wicked ripper by the harbor. I think that's as good as it's gonna get. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, listen. It does say better drives us. Better drives the, us. Um, I like almost everything about that. I hate the the forced baseball analogy she's trying to throw in there. I found yeah. them very confusing at first. It's Bottom e- of the ninth. Like what? Just you don't have to do that. It's not even brilliant. It just feels natural. It it feels like. They just did a bunch of takes yeah. and like they got some footage. Yeah, they even like kind of both look at the camera at one point. Yeah. Just kind of like it, it, it's very natural. You're right. And uh, so that's going to be a teaser. I'm down to find out what Hyundai's doing. Yeah, me too. Um, Pop-Tarts doing their very first uh, Super Bowl commercial ever, if I understand it correctly. They got Jonathan Van Ness, uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Although he's... I think it's just called Queer Eye now. Oh, Queer Eye. And also he's just so much bigger than yeah, that. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah, well, he's, he's also Gay of Thrones. Gay of Thrones. And so he is... On on a set somewhere. This is, again, I think just going to be a teaser. This is 15 seconds. He's on a set somewhere, and he's by the craft services table, and he's complaining about his options where, like, a bunch of, like, pretzels and crackers and stuff. Time for this snack to get a snack. <sighs> so dry, so dull, so crusty. Someone needs to fix this! Says somebody needs to fix this, and then at the end, uh, Dorito says we fixed it. So, uh, well, Pop Tarts does. Pop Tarts. <laughs> what are we doing here? I don't know. Um, so another teaser that could be fine. Whatever. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm being so dismissive. Like that's fine. I don't. Yeah. I'm not excited about it. I'm sure it'll be more of that, right? Well, you know, I mean, it'll be. In- I, I, I do think it's sort of interesting just from a product category. Uh, angle that t- pop tarts is like yes going as we're snacks now yes. we're not breakfast yes you're absolutely right about that you know i always think about that thing that you said on the show a long time ago um you were explain explaining to me how oh, how campbell soup sees um doesn't see necessarily like progresso as their main competition but like breakfast cereal because it's like an easy meal that you can throw together when you're just at home and hungry at literally any time yeah. granted yeah. please remember i took that away from like some presentation that some marketing guru was giving at the agency where I was like a junior staffer. And I, it was like the only thing I remembered, I'm sure, from that whole day. It <laughs> was a good example. And it's very interesting to think about who I just I just can't vouch for its provenance. Okay, but either way, but like, it's interesting to think like, I think you're definitely seeing it there and you're right to point it out that Pop-Tarts mm-hmm. used to probably compete with cereal and other right. breakfast foods, but now they're just looking at it. I mean, also, I do wonder how much legalized weed is changing the way Holy these companies moly, are you're right about that. advertising their products. Yes. It's more like just like, you're stoned. What's in your... Refrigerator. What's, what's, what's sweet your, and carby and in yeah. your and in your refrigerator? Um, I don't have a great power out for this segment, but I did see one more teaser here that I'm kind of interested in because I like Ellen DeGeneres and I like Portia de Rossi. Uh, I had forgotten that they were married. They used oh, really? to be a power couple, and then I guess I just kind of yeah, they've been married a long time about now. it. Yeah, that's pretty cool um, because. And I don't want to beat up on her, but wasn't Portia kind of? Didn't she kind of have a reputation for being maybe a little difficult? Well, maybe past relationships, or am I making that up? I don't recall if Portia de Rossi okay. has that reputation. 
Ellen was famously that. with Anne Hayes, who was oh, maybe famously I'm thinking of yes, maybe that's bananas. what I'm thinking of. Okay, I apologize to Portia de Rossi. Yeah, I've never heard anything particularly bad okay. about Portia de Rossi. But I like and both. she put up with Jeffrey Tambor for however, yeah. however long, so God bless. Yeah, so this is just a little teaser. It's clearly going to be for some sort of Alexa thing. Um, uh, I shouldn't say that name because it's going to activate people's echoes. That's what the generic name for it is, right? The Amazon Echo. Uh, in this teaser, you see Ellen and Portia hanging out at home, and they're getting into a little bit of a debate about how warm or cold it should be inside the house. Alexa, set the temperature to 70 degrees. Okay. Alexa, set the temperature to 64 degrees. Okay. Alexa, set the temperature to 70 degrees. Okay. Alexa, set the temperature to 64 degrees. 70, please. And the um, log line says, what did people do before Alexa? Question mark. <laughs> um, and I'm just wondering. So You're trying to prevent the speakers yeah. from firing off. <laughs> um, but I, so I assume that they're setting up a premise. I don't know if they're going to go back in time yeah. or what it's going to be. But I hope it features these guys prominently. They yeah, I like great. them. I mean, I, you know, they, they have great, they're both, you know, talented comedic actresses mm-hmm. or, or comedians. Um yeah, I'll be interested to see. I mean, this doesn't particularly light me up and mm-hmm. like make me like I go. I've got to find out how they did things before Alexa. I do things without Alexa right now, all yeah. the time, Look, every day. I'm doing it. This is how you podcast yeah. without it. You want to know how people did things before before smart speakers? Just come live in my house for a day. Where's my Super Bowl ad? Yeah, where's my Super Bowl? Ad? Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. I always do this. I start the music for the next segment, and then I wrap up the previous one. Which I really need <laughs> to break that habit. You're but just so anxious to get to that ad council music. I, I guess I will say, just to wrap up for a second, I feel, just from what we've seen so far, a little bit better about Super Bowl ads this year than I did last year. It seemed like last year, and maybe and we'll see what actually airs, but it just seemed like it was just like, it was all that Olay commercial. Yeah, it's like big ass premises that don't make sense. They were just sort of jammed together with a bunch of celebrities. I'm and excited it didn't for make Doritos sense. Old Town Road. I'm very excited for that one. I, I want to go. I want to know what's going on with Hyundai. Um, what else did we say we were excited about? If SodaStream actually does some spoof where they shake up a rocket and, and use its own like <laughs> bubbly, if, if they really propulsion, use carbonation to send someone to Mars, that'd be pretty. I feel funny. like that will be the headline the next day. The Hyundai one. Oh, Mr. Peanut! Like they got me. I yeah, I was going with Mr. Peanut. I'm interested to see. I really hope that. And I think uh, that the Ellie, uh, the Missy Elliott, and uh, and her uh, cover of. Paint of Black, I'm interested to see. Yeah, I guess that'll probably just be a fun song. So, uh, okay, what do we have actually from the Ad Council since we played the music? Well, we got a lot of good feedback uh, and and kind of follow-ups on some shows we did recently. I want to say a big shout-out and thank you to listener Elena, who, remember when I t- we talked about the show, uh, The More You Throw, where I said, I know there's an ad where someone like threw a bunch of like crap at a car mm-hmm. to show how dent proof it was mm-hmm. and sure as shit it was saturn which i should have known oh. as a former saturn owner myself they were like the pla- they're the plastic car they were very they were hard to dent because they weren't their panels weren't metal um elena writes saturn is the company that i think of with commercials showing stuff bouncing off the car that their thing was their dent resistant panels so go ahead and play this. Every sound that you're hearing, it's it's one of those things where a bunch of sounds are come together to create like a rhythm. Okay. But it's each sound is something hitting the car. So it's like 
a ball hitting the car or the door opening onto a fire hydrant or a, a you know car, shopping cart hitting it at one point a bus backs into it which I don't know, man. Like one thing I will say about the Saturn panels, they didn't dent, but because they were plastic and because plastic ages in the way that it does, they would snap. Oh, okay. Like I had a lot of like snapped off pieces Uh, of like my, you know, around my hubcaps, around my, like the wheel well and stuff. mm -hmm. Um, So that's neither here nor there. They don't make Saturns anymore. You know, (laughs) it's really not relevant. And also it's just like, they should have done a whole campaign. We start off ugly. We start off. They do start off. They were. I hated car. that. I mean, I ended up inheriting yeah. your Saturn for a while. It was and a I real turdy a, looking car. It was really ugly. Sure. So in this, you see a whole bunch of different Saturns going through their uh, paces here. Grocery carts. The Saturn Ion with dent resistant side panels. Saturn. People first. And then they, the very last thing they do is they throw a kitchen sink at it, which is sort of a fun little nod That's to everything good. in the kitchen sink. How did I miss the bus backing into it? Um, I'm rewatching it's, it's it now. Sh- shortly after the. Oh, there, there it is. Yeah. Um, I think I was a little distracted. One of my favorite parts of this is there's just an. <laughs> An angry businessman who just hits it really hard with his briefcase. I guess he's <laughs> bad day at the office. He's like, oh, I wish I had a job that I could afford a better car than a Saturn. I didn't I didn't land the McKinley deal. <laughs> um, okay, that's really good. Thanks for sending yes, that. Yes, Elena, oh, yeah. thank you so much. Because as soon as you posted that link, I was like, of course, that's exactly what I was picturing from before. Uh, we had a couple of voicemails uh, this week. No jingles, but these voicemails are both made me laugh out loud when I heard them. This first one's from listener Nate, uh, and it is following up on the uh, the teeter uh, oh, yeah. inverted inverting uh, back treatment. That's right. It's called the teeter. You get on this machine. It spins you upside down. We thought it was called teeter because it was like a teeter-totter, but the guy's name is teeter. Yes, and listener Nate has some background on that. Hi, Genevieve and Andrew. This is Nate in Tacoma. And a couple episodes ago, you guys played that hilarious drop from the Teeter Hangups product where, you know, Tim is back and there's nothing you can do to stop it. (laughs) And Genevieve also remarked that she... uh, appreciated the irony of the fact that a man uh, named Mr. Teeter did, in fact, invent a teeter-totter type product. And I, I have, I, I've always appreciated that irony. I actually know Mr. Teeter. Hmm. Uh, we go to the same church, <laughs> and uh, I just want to confirm that is 100% his real name that he was born with. <laughs> and he did, in fact, invent a teeter machine. <laughs> That's all. Thanks well, for a great show. I love it, Thank Nate. Thank you I mean, so much, Nate. I mean, obviously, don't do anything that makes you uncomfortable. But if you happen to know him socially and it comes up, would you ask? And you can even just say on on our behalf or something. Is it totally a coincidence, or was he or just was he thinking inspired about products? By his name? Like, and he's like, "Well, my name's Teeter." But he said he had. He also was having back issues, so he needed something yeah. for. Like, how did it all come together so magically? Yeah. Anyway, well, that's great. Yes. That's that's boots on the ground information right I there. I love that. Thank you. Uh, and this next one is from listener Jonah, also about the uh, uh, the More You Throw show. Oh, okay. If you recall, I think it was a GMC truck bed where they just hung up a, just the bed of the truck. Mm-hmm. Not even like 
the not even like the part with the wheels or anything like just the plastic bed the of bed the truck, lining, the bed yeah. lining yeah. really i guess and then they just like hurled things at it with quote unquote hurricane force winds including right. a couch right. so uh jonah had jonah and his family had a reaction to that hi guys this is jonah calling from san diego and i, I love your podcast and every week you say you bring up ads that that i've uh just been comment just been talking about with my family or whatever Anyhow, this week, I, I just love the fact that you talked about um, that one where they, they dangle the, the truck beds and then shoot things supposedly at hurricane force winds. <laughs> because I was watching that. It must have been during one of the football games. And both of my boys turned to me and said, that is fucking impossible. There's no <laughs> way they could shoot a, a sofa at a hurricane force wind and not dent that. And then it made me think. Is the is is this is the company still benefiting from the fact that we're talking about it? Hmm. I don't even know what company it is. I don't even. I would never own a, a pickup truck, <laughs> but it did create some talk because it's so preposterous. Anyhow, love your show. Thanks, Jonah from San Diego. Bye. Nice. Thanks, Jonah. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you, Jonah. And that made me laugh. <laughs> no fucking way. It would not dent the truck bed. Um, and I, I do think, you know, it's an, it's always the interesting question that we talk about here, right? Like, are they getting something from being ridiculous or being controversial or whatever? And is that like with the Peloton thing, right? Like, do they ultimately benefit or ultimately suffer for the mm-hmm. hullabaloo over the Peloton ad? Um, but they're not getting like. Listener Jonah's not buying a truck, and we're not buying a truck, so who knows? Yeah, and I would just say also that um, Jonah should probably have a conversation with his kids about the type of language they use in the house. <laughs> yes. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. Okay, good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better. Better than this time last year, I think. Yeah, well, it's, it's insofar as my mood is... Uh, affected by the quality of Super Bowl ads, I also feel good. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we will uh, we will be talking about the actual factual Super Bowl ads next week. That um, we are recording this just a teensy bit ahead. Oh yeah. Of the Super Bowl, so if any amazing Super Bowl new ad news breaks on Monday and you don't hear it on this show, that's why. Um, but we will talk about it next week. Yeah, and I did want to say, um, as far as predictions are concerned, while we're admitting that we're recording this on Sunday night and we have a couple of days before this posts, my guess is there will be some sort of Kobe Bryant yeah, um, tribute. I don't know. Maybe they'll I'll replace the Mr. Peanut funeral. <laughs> oh, wow, that's dark. Um, as we speak, you know, that, that uh, tragedy where he died with his uh, daughter just happened earlier today, and everybody is still like... I. I've never known such an outpouring of grief over a um, over an athlete passing away that I can think of because he was young, he was 41 years old, and he was a legend in L.A. And maybe it took me off guard because I didn't, I don't follow basketball at all. Like I just knew, oh yeah, he's a good basketball player, right? Right. Um, and so people are really upset about that today. So I'm starting to think. I'll bet you companies are in the works right now sure. especially during a, a large sporting event to to honor him in yeah, some way so uh look for that too all right what else we got going on um well state keep keep telling us what you're seeing we'd love to hear what you're thinking about for anything that's super bowl related um we'd love to have it for next week's show you can email us at after these messages show at gmail you can call us at 607-444-5597 or visit us on the facebook group 
Just look for After These Messages show on Facebook. That's right. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. We will talk to you next Tuesday after the big game. Kofi Faluja, Kofi Faluda, Truthy, Cooley, Morflows, and Luda. What good is all your money if your style's still tasteless? I celebrate the fact I moved into my mama's basement. I don't pay rent. I sell old books.